Hi, everybody, and welcome to another exciting edition of Words, Images, and Worlds. On this episode, I am delighted to be talking with comics creator, artist, uh, author, I'll say author, uh, Shelby Criswell. Shelby, thank you for jumping in and talking with me for a little bit. Of course, I'm stoked. Yeah, yeah, as am I, as am I. Uh, really enjoy your work uh, Terminal Punks being the one that is out there that folks can go check out that's readily available um, you also have uh, contribution in Queers All Get Out um, and so there there are pieces of work from you in the world that I recommend people read and enjoy um, what's what's the path been like what's your history uh it's what is the story of you i guess is the the way to start out <laughs> uh i'm i'm born raised here in texas and so that's kind of uh, that life experience has shaped a lot of my work um mm -hmm. talking about being like a queer person in texas especially now it's a little scary you know yeah um yeah. but as far as like comics i the funny thing is is that, like i don't really read that many comics but I love making comics and mm -hmm. I've always kind of been that way. Um, like when I grew up, the only comics I would really read were like family circus and peanuts. Like my grandma would save the like Sunday funnies for me. And then, I mean, I would, we would go to like uh, half price books and I would like rummage through the like floppy comics, the like cheap 25 cent ones or and, like most of the time it'd be like spawn, which uh -huh, is kind of uh -huh. funny. <laughs> yep. My parents bought me that as a kid um but comics always kind of felt like it was just superheroes and it was just floppies and if you don't have you have all five in a series but you're missing the third one how are you going to finish the story and I, as a kid I was like that's unobtainable to me I'm not I don't I can't read comics I don't have the money I don't how are you going to find these comics <laughs> and my parents were going to buy me like a trade paperback for 18 bucks so I would just kind of get what I could and flop flip through and look at the art mostly um but when I was in high school in my like sophomore English class we read Mouse for the first time and I I had I had read a few graphic novels here and there but nothing really stuck and then that one I was like wow you can do something like not only historical but biographical I mm -hmm. had no idea you could do that and like mm -hmm. Mouse kind of like, gave me permission to like explore this whole other like world of comics and like world of comics that were just floating around my brain and didn't know we're going to come out yet yeah. so yeah that's that's kind of like my story of like how i got into comics that's cool that's cool i um really enjoy the continued story of how mouse inspires people because it's one of those books that's been around a while uh, and i think it's good to to hear the continued stories of how books like mouse continue to have power uh, but you said a lot there that just makes me think about like, yeah, I was in the same place of you get like issue three, who knows what happened before or after. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and and then like, there's like a million different storylines of Batman and like, mm -hmm. which one do you start with? <laughs> you know, yeah. especially <laughs> even, now. Even now I can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit about Terminal Punks and how that story came to be. So Matthew Ehrman, my my uh, agent, connected me with Matthew, and I had never heard of Matthew, but we kind of kicked it off right away. We like a lot of the same music and both have 
weird brains that are ready to just do whatever in a comic or in a story. And so I was like, okay, yeah, this is, this is right up my alley. When he, when he presented the project to me, he was like, all right, it's vape flavors, weird monsters and uh, kids in a punk band. And I was like, sold. That's, that's right up my alley. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, I mean, and, and I've, I've always loved like punk music growing up. And so I was like, this is a no brainer for me. If I can put all these little Easter eggs into terminal punks, I'm sure it'll help the story move along. Cause you know, I, I like when I work with people who are passionate about the things they're writing about. And I, I knew Matthew was that kind of person, yeah. but working with Mad Cave is awesome. They, they've been so, so good. I always like to ask about positive experiences, collaborations and things like that. So that that is always good news. So it sounds like some good connections in the comics world. Oh yeah. So far. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Good, good. Yeah. Uh, what inspires you? You mentioned um newspaper comics and some of the things that you found there. What's inspired you to uh tell stories in this medium? And then maybe at the same time, if you want to talk a little bit about your process, because you're artist and colorist, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I always feel like that's funny that you say that I'm also a colorist because I'm always just like, that's not just part of the art. But I forget that, like, you know, people hire to do somebody to do mm-hmm. colors, which, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, I kind of want that. <laughs> yeah. Coloring takes a long time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, as far as like inspiration, yeah, I love I love goofy little funnies. I, I still do. You know, every time I see a Peanuts thing, I'm, I'm immediately like, oh, I got to go make a comic. Because uh, I'm always just kind of doodling on things. And the, and those always kind of just look like doodles. Um, and the funny thing is, is like recently I've been really into like quilting and like nice. fiber art. Yeah. So and and so I've been kind of thinking about comics as a quilt almost like if you look at a page especially like chris ware's drawing like comic pages like mm-hmm. you could sort of see it as like this whole patchwork of like images which you know a lot of quilts are just these little like snippets and then over, the whole thing kind of tells a story so i've been trying to think about comic layouts in that sort of way recently um but as, uh, as a whole always inspired by like music and I read a lot of nonfiction. So a lot of his historical stuff and biographical stuff um, informs a lot of what I do. So like even in Terminal Punks, like the four kids that were in it, I was like, how do I design characters? Because this was my first like big project. I was like, I have to make it good. Um, So Matthew gave me the character like descriptions. And then I was like, how do you, how do you visualize these people? And so I kind of just like put myself in the story and I was like, obviously I would have been one of these kids. So I just drew kids that I probably would have been friends with. Mm-hmm. So that like, biographical kind of piece comes into the the comic making process. Love it. Love it. Well, and I, I love the way the book comes together with both the story, the art, um, the color schemes, all, all of those pieces just come together so well. And it's uh, just eye catching really. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wanted to use lots of like crazy wild colors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, you mentioned quilting. Have you checked out the work of Bisa Butler by any chance? Uh, that name sounds so familiar. I'm Googling while we're talking. <laughs> yeah. Go for it. It's B-I-S-A. 
uh, and then Butler, oh, B-U-T-L-E-R. Those are those like huge, huge ones, right? Yeah, yeah, portraiture, yeah. Uh, things like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, gorgeous colors. Mm -hmm, totally my, mm -hmm. my alley. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, as you're working, any dream collaborations, dream story worlds, dream characters you'd like to take on and kind of take your own spin on? Um, I speaking more about the historical stuff, I'd love to do more historical stuff, mm -hmm. which I got to do a little bit in Queers All Get Out. Like a, all the 10 people in that graphic novel, I researched and got to draw like the buildings in 1800s and then like the outfits that go with it and stuff. But I would love to do a whole book like focused on one world because yeah. that one, like, 10 different worlds. So if I could really expand on like, what does a car look like? What does a desk look like? Uh, I, you know, so I have two ideas that I've been kind of floating around. One about um, the night witches, which are Russian mm -hmm. uh, female pilots. Yeah, in World War, yeah. World War II. Um, and then I have another one that's based on a mini comic I did a few months ago or, or a few years ago um, about Buffalo Bill Cody and like Cody oh, yeah. Wyoming. Mm -hmm. And I love like Western stuff. So drawing like horses and stables and mountains would be really fun for me because a lot of that i feel like i can just kind of make it up yeah yeah or like that. buildings are hard <laughs> buildings are like the part that i'm like hmm i love to look at them but drawing them is another story <laughs> yeah yeah uh shout out to architects right <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah. totally respect them <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely yeah and I, I love that because you can do so much in comics and i love that you're exploring possibilities and uh telling stories in the medium so that that's awesome stuff so um terminal punks is out there it's available any upcoming work uh, current projects that you can talk about or hint at. I know sometimes those things are under wraps and so you can't say a lot, uh, as well as any events or web spaces that you want to share about. Um, I'm not doing any shows this year, um, but I am working on another book with Matthew. I don't know if Matthew mentioned it, but um, <laughs> I'm also like, hmm, how much can I say? But it's about yeah. spooky stuff. I know that. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. yeah it, kind of same, you know, weird, weird brain of Matthew Arman, but a um, little bit toned down and more for kids and with lots of spooky things like a guy who can take off his head. Nice. Nice. Love it. Love it. I, I, I yeah, I appreciate the supernatural, the horror elements, too. I like the historical. I, I like a wide range of things. And so the, that's very cool to hear about. Um, and then you do have a website. I think that's how I got in touch with you. Yeah, yeah, just shelbycriswell.com. And then I'm just shelbycriswell on Instagram. That's, I mean, I'm on Facebook, but... I don't really use that. <laughs> yeah, I get you. I totally get that. <laughs> yeah. I uh, am very specific with social media in that I curate work that I enjoy, artists that I enjoy. Uh, it sort of becomes like any social media that I'm on just becomes the space for connecting with people that I enjoy and mm -hmm. work that I enjoy getting to see. And so I, I appreciate that about your work uh, and glad to share about it. Anything that I've missed in our talk that you'd like to make sure to uh, send some love to some people in the industry or some notes about uh, 
positive experiences or, or anything like that that you want to share with listeners? Uh, shout out Matthew. Cool yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and and the Mad Cave team. They're they're awesome. And then also my publisher for Queers I'll Get Out, Liz Francis, who owns uh Street Noise, has been very kind and and awesome in the process of making comics. And and she puts out a lot of biographical stuff if anybody's interested in that. Uh I think it's only biographical comic stuff, actually. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Awesome. Well, <clears throat> glad to hear that uh, you have a wonderful collaboration and a collaboration that has continued and glad to hear that there's more work on the way. I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Glad to share about it. And uh, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.